0: Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. Today we talk the benefits of a high-fat Mediterranean diet, why you should drink coffee before your workout, and why women should not be afraid to work out. All this listen more on today's Fit Club.
1: You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. All right, you guys, welcome to the Fit Club. I had to play Kanye's workout plan because that was my jam while working out many, many years ago. If you guys don't know who I am, I'm Fallon, your host. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon on Twitter and Instagram. And I am here with my lovely co-host, Mr. Shaka Strong.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaka Strong.
1: All right, we got a great show for you guys. We have lots of topics. A lot of them have to do with nutrition and I feel like yeah. nutrition is so important. I feel like it doesn't get enough cred when it comes to seeing gains or losing weight in the gym.
0: Yeah, we know it's really like an 80-20 principle or 90-10 even that your diet really has the most to do with your fitness, mm-hmm. but it, it's cooler just to see people going crazy in the gym and to, you know, to and that's something you can do in the moment rather than your diet, which is a process and takes time. So yeah. I think there's such an emphasis on the gym and the workout, we forget about the diet.
1: Yeah, I always tell clients to, you know, I can give you a good workout, but once you leave me, I cannot control what goes into your mouth. I can tell yeah. you. Yeah. But if you really want to see results, you have to be dedicated to a clean nutrition plan.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, if I know you're my friend, I can tell what you've been doing. Because If I, we go for a workout and then I see you and what you look like and you tell me how much you've worked out, I know it's coming from the food. I yeah. can tell right away. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I know that's my problem. So <laughs> I'm here with Chaka to do better myself. alright We're going to talk about the high-fat Mediterranean diet. Diet, not low fat one, and actually, studies have shown that you can lose weight yeah. doing a high fat diet. Now, a typical Mediterranean diet consists of a lot of you know, veggies, fruits, fish, vegetables, yeah. and nuts, especially. Yeah,
0: legumes, yeah. yeah. And so, and even for the hardcore meat eaters, you can still have the poultry and the, the lean meat, but mm-hmm. red meat's out of the out of the off the table.
1: Yeah. So what um, I guess scientists did was they took about 7,447 people. That's a lot of people yeah. to study. And what they did is they put them in different groups and they all had them do a certain kind of Mediterranean diet. They yeah. switched it up. I guess some of them had nuts and some of them had olive oil and some of them had both. And yeah.
0: So what was interesting, well, the one, there was one group that was a low fat group. So yeah. they, and they didn't have a Mediterranean diet. They were just kind of told to avoid fat. Um, and the other two groups, one had nuts and oil. And I hadn't seen that done before. Where There was a Mediterranean diet that emphasized the nuts and the Mediterranean diet that emphasized the olive oil. And it looks like the olive oil group lost the most weight over a five-year period.
1: Yep. So what they did is they didn't tell them to exercise, which I liked that. Because now we know, you know, it's not because they were exercising that it affected their weight loss. It
0: randomized the the study and kind of took it out to some degree. So
1: what they found, like you said, was the group that had the olive oil actually lost more weight. And I think, and it, it even said in the study, I think what it did was it actually helps you stay fuller longer because healthy fats, that's what they do, similar yeah, to protein. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, that's one reason why I incorporated eating olive oil with all the food that I cook or even, you know, my salads, I'll put olive oil on. And then I also love to snack on nuts. Of course, no salt, yeah. you know, try to watch out for the sodium. But I find it interesting, too, that a lot of um, people will tell you, don't eat too many nuts, especially cashews. Yeah, They're so high in fat.
0: And it's actually good good for erasing that belly fat.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And the interesting thing about this study was 90% of the people were either overweight or obese. So, and one of the big things when you are overweight in ter- in Or obese, of of course, is not gaining that weight over time. So Mm -hmm. for them to actually be losing weight over time was a really positive step in the right direction for their health. Yeah,
1: so you know it actually works. So you guys out there, if you haven't tried the Mediterranean diet. And it's so funny because I've been, lately too, I've been doing this uh, Mediterranean salad where it's just like cucumbers, um, garbanzo beans, tomatoes, cilantro. Uh, What else do I put in it? I put olive oil, vinegar, lemon little bit of salt a little bit of pepper (laughs) Uh um and then lemon i squeeze lemon on it no lettuce no kale and it is uh, i can have like three bowls of it it is so good good. and it's really filling and i know it's healthy for me you know it's no cheese no you know tons of dressing it's all homemade everything and cut up
0: and with what's available to you on this diet you can be completely creative there's no there's no reason to not eat A fun meal with Mm -hmm. this diet, you know?
1: And that's the thing. I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, I have to eat healthy. It's so boring. But what I've noticed about my own palate and even my clients, once I get them off the cheese Mm -hmm. and the sugar and they're like, wow, I feel like my senses have woken up. They feel like, you know, my senses now are alive. I can taste different things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also funny now when I have, you know, like Domino's pizza not to throw shade to Domino's. I used to love Domino's pizza, like, religiously, but now when I eat it, to me, the cheese tastes rubbery.
0: Yeah, and and it's also that connection and then the emotional connections that we Mm -hmm. have with with our different foods. So if you decide to go on a stronger diet over the next 5, 10 years, Mm you're going to remember that time that you had a bad breakup and then you had that... Delicious thing that was healthy rather than that chocolate cake that you used to have the emotional connection with. So you start to create new emotional connections the longer you're on a healthier diet. Yeah.
1: And we'll actually talk more about that later on the show. So you guys have to stick around. You can't, you know, (laughs) tune out now. But um, we're going to talk about, you know, ways to stop cravings. And Mm. one of them is an emotional connection and how to
0: break it yeah. break it
1: yeah so that's that's one thing that we'll be chatting about that I think will help you help me will help all of us because that's something that that's huge we, yeah, yeah it's it's something that we do in our society now there are six healthy foods that nutrition pros refuse to eat now when I say healthy I'm gonna say it in quotations healthy mm-hmm. so I'm gonna run down um, of those six different foods so the first food is flavored yogurt and you know a lot of people think, oh, I'm eating yogurt, it's healthy, but mm-hmm. what studies have shown, and even just the nutrition labels alone, what they, they showcase is that sugar in flavored yogurt, it's, it's out of this world, it has just as much sugar in a flavored yogurt as a candy bar. Yeah. So, much so sugar, yeah. you might as well. And I've noticed this, too, because I personally do Greek yogurt. And when I go to my boyfriend's house, he loves strawberry and banana yogurt. And when I eat it, I'm just like, whoa, this just Super tastes... Super
0: sweet, right?
1: And I actually prefer putting real fruits in my my yogurt because I want to taste the real fruit. It's it's a different type type of sugar because it's the natural sugar. It's not yeah, high to, fructose corn yeah. syrup and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, growing up, I used to love flavored yogurt because it was so sweet and I had a major sweet tooth. But it was yeah. like almost candy to me. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's it makes, what it
1: definitely is. And people yeah. put granola on it, yeah, granola you, in it, so it's like and it really add, is yeah. a candy bar. It's candy.
0: Yeah, it's candy bar masked as being healthy, and that's probably the real trouble, is that we don't realize how unhealthy it is.
1: Another food that's kind of masked as being healthy is these veggie chips that have been popping up all over. And, you know, when I first saw them, too, I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to eat this. But when, again, you peel back and you look at the nutrition labels, what you see is that, you know, there is so much sugar, even in the veggie chips. And... You know, you're thinking, oh, it's only 120 calories. That's not that bad for 20 veggie chips. But it's only 30 calories off from eating a bag of potato chips. Yeah, and that's... So it's like, really, if you're going to go hard, go for the potato chips. You know what I mean? It's not worth eating veggie chips, that's not that great.
0: Yeah, and we do it so often where we put these little buzzwords, veggie, chips, so okay, it'll sell, and then we as consumers, we fall for it.
1: Yeah, we really do. Have you tried um, kale chips where you make them yourself? Well, and this is something that I recommend doing.
0: I haven't made them myself, okay. but I had kale chips, and those I can attest are healthy because you can taste the yeah. healthiness uh, of
1: them. <laughs> So you haven't had good kale <laughs> chips then, so I will have to make you some. Yeah, you know, I, I've even noticed um, the ones, I think at Trader Joe's, yeah. I had them and there was a, a weird taste in it. Yeah. Which maybe, maybe that's preservative the taste. Or, something, yeah. or maybe that's the taste that you're referring to. Yeah. It doesn't taste right. But I will make you some. All you do is you take your, your kale, rip it up, put it in the oven, put a little bit of olive oil yeah. if you want a little bit of salt and pepper. Or you can even make cashew cheese oh, out yeah. of cashew nuts. Yeah. And that, let me tell you, my friends, <laughs> that is it. You are gonna be in heaven. You're gonna be like, what veggie chips? What? Huh? We,
0: we gotta do our little our little potluck. <laughs> yes,
1: we do. We gotta like cook a bunch of healthy yeah. food, and you can also cut up like cucumbers, make cucumber chips. I just feel like if you're gonna go that route, instead of buying it, you want to just do it yourself. You you're gonna save the calories, even save some money, and the taste is gonna be better for you and your body. So. Yep. Veggie chips, throw them out the window. Make them yourself. <laughs> um, powdered peanut butter was another one that you know um, a lot of dietitians and nutritionists said yeah. that they wouldn't eat. I personally don't know too much about powdered peanut well, butter. Do you?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of swept the fitness industry because here is this... Everyone loves peanut butter, right? And here is this healthier alternative to peanut butter. Mm-hmm. But uh, as you know, the powdered peanut butter, you lose a lot of the healthy fats, uh, yeah. you, and which kind of gets rid of some of that, that full feeling that kind of helps us throughout the day to not have bad cravings.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, I would just like my peanut butter in regular form. I haven't tasted yeah. powdered peanut butter, but it doesn't even... Yeah. Sounds appealing. Well, for me,
0: I, w- I would put it in my shakes. And oh, so, okay. As opposed to putting other peanut butter, like the actual peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah, that, So you'd have the peanut butter flavor, but you're getting less calories, you know. Mm-hmm. But you, when you look at the good fat you're missing out on, it's almost worth it to have it in your shake. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Or you can make your own peanut butter. Hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it takes a, lo- a lot of time, yeah. you know, to make these and things a, from scratch. And the so
0: mindset, that's, though, because yeah. you just have to know exactly what you're doing and there's always that fear of I'm going to go through all this work and it's going to taste awful and then mm-hmm. I've lost that that <laughs> in that moment. But, yeah. but I think if you do it, you, it's going to pay off for your health and you're going to, you know, trial and error but you're going yeah. to find stuff that you really love to do. Yeah, to practice
1: make. makes perfect, you know, with anything. Yeah. Another uh, top food that is known as healthy, supposedly that food um, specialists do not eat is uh, most commercial salad dressings. Yeah. And that's because there's so many like hydrinated oils in them, There's high fructose corn syrup Um, you know there's so many things in them and that's why when you look if you look at the ingredients it will say like one teaspoon 150 calories you're like one teaspoon I couldn't even cover a tomato or one kale leaf with that you know so it's it Again, old school, grab your olive oil, grab your vinegar. I
0: just do my balsamic vinegar. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah, you like balsamic. Yeah, Yeah. so good. What's your go-to? Do you have a go-to?
1: I like balsamic, um, or I do regular vinegar, either or. Um, I'm good with both. Yeah, I've never
0: been a a salad dressing fan, so fortunate in that sense. I
1: love salad dressing. I just started doing a lime vinaigrette. Oh, nice. Oh, it's so good. That you make? Yeah, so what I've noticed is when I do lime vinaigrette, um, I don't need as much salt. I love salt I grew up on Salt. That's just my culture, my family. <laughs> that's something that you do. You put adobo on everything. Oh, yes. I, uh, I personally, I didn't even know there was anything other than adobo <laughs> to season your food with. And there's so much MSG, yeah, salt. You know, but it's, it's, good, but it's yeah. so good, but it's so bad for you. So <laughs> what I've found is that actually um, limes, mm-hmm. when you use them, it gives you that kind of like bitter, salty taste. Yeah. So you can replace um, salt with. Fresh yeah. lime. It's oh, and bit, my favorite snack. I don't know if you I, know you about got this. Yes. Um, I just found this is pineapples. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You squeeze lime on it and then you add like cayenne pepper. Boom.
0: On, see, I, like with mango, uh, and I love yes, doing that with fruit. Yes, yeah. yeah like but mango.
1: I've never done that with pineapple. Okay. Oh, it's so. Dang. That's my next one. Yes. Okay. Got to give um, that a go. We do. All right. And the last food. Well, actually, no, it's we not got the two last more, food. Yeah. yeah, we got two more. Um, another food on the list is whole wheat bread. And this is something that I tell everybody to. Everybody's like, well, I had a turkey sandwich on whole wheat bread for lunch. Mm. Homey, that whole wheat bread... On the glycemic index scale, that whole wheat bread is 69. I think it only goes, what, to 100? Yeah,
0: it's a high GI food, yeah.
1: So it's so high. It's going to spike your insulin levels. And then your body is just going to store it as fat. Yeah. You know, so it's like really... You're not eating white bread But it's really not that not much better for you yeah. yeah so it's like why even do it
0: Yeah I, yeah, I virtually have cut bread out of my, my diet And when I do have bread I tend to go for a gluten free bread Because I found that I, I do better with gluten free bread You digest bread. it
1: yeah. better yeah, yeah probably
0: And like less weight gain like, I can yes. cheat I can cheat more with gluten-free <laughs> foods than I can with non-gluten-free foods. But
1: not all gluten-free f- foods are good for you, either.
0: Well, not that they're good for you, but uh, I found that when... Like, say I had a gluten-free cupcake, uh-huh. th- that cupcake had less of an effect on my my weight than, um, uh, okay. than a regular cupcake. Yeah. So I did find it helped in that sense.
1: Hmm. But it's not
0: necessarily healthy, but when yeah, I cheated, yeah. it wasn't cheating as, as bad. bad. Yeah. yeah.
1: I just noticed... I don't know. I've been noticing there's been, like, a gluten-free everything, and I'm like, yeah. wait, gluten-free Reesey Pieces, what? Well,
0: yeah, I'm telling you, because, well, you know, there's a lot of things that were naturally gluten-free. Still Reesey
1: Pieces. But
0: that's what I talk about the that PR marketing deal, yeah. because there's a lot of stuff that was gluten-free to begin with, but now they're labeling it gluten-free, so people yeah. get the buzz term, and they put it together, and they yeah. buy it.
1: All right, another food that we can talk about, or should I say juice, yeah. is cold-pressed juices. Um, and I know Shaka, me and him, we're talking backstage about this. And he has his own reservations. so do I. Um, so I guess, you know, when you look at fruit, you think, oh, it's fruit. It's made from real fruits. But the problem with juice is that a lot of them contain a lot of sugar and what happens is when you juice anything, you lose the fiber so your, I guess liver doesn't know how to break it down and it spikes your insulin level but at the same token Shaka, take it away
0: Well, for for me, cold press, I don't think if the sugar is coming from natural sources I find that sugar is fine for you I I personally have not had and there was a time I was juicing you know 24-7. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did not have any trouble with my weight or even feeling lethargic because all the sugar was coming from this natural source and I was getting tons of vitamins. And, of course, they say that your body can only absorb a certain amount, but if you continue to drink this throughout the day, you're continuing continually fueling your your body with clean carbohydrate energy yeah. and um, and great vitamins and nutrients as well.
1: Yeah. So let me clarify. We're, Shaka and I are talking about, like juice that you juice yourself or you go to uh you know you a know, store that juicer, yeah, yeah cold pressed juicery not naked juice that you buy at seven yeah. eleven. Not <laughs> yeah,
0: that you to know tons um, of
1: sugar, added sugar. Yeah, bad. so it's it's. It needs to be cold-pressed. It yeah. needs to be made. You know somebody made it, or you yes. watched them make it, or you no. made it yourself. It's not... No added
0: sugar. Yeah. yeah.
1: No tons of preservatives. None of that. Because that's where you really get in trouble. Yeah.
0: So that one I didn't agree with. Though I did understand, I guess, the logic. I mean, obviously you're not... It's not like drinking a cup of water. Yeah. But I think certainly not only do cold-pressed juices give you the vitamins and nutrients, I think they also help you... Stave off cravings of the stuff that is bad. Yeah. So you you might not have that cupcake because you had that pineapple juice. Exactly. So, so you got
1: that sweet craving exactly. out of the way, and at least it was a natural, natural sugar, sweet yeah. craving. I think you know. I think when people um, you know suggest not eating a lot of fruit or not doing these cold pressed juices, I think what happens is is that. I feel like it's going to scare people off from eating everything. Well, I can't eat this. I can't eat this. Well, forget it. Yeah. You know, and I feel like you should, you should have that instead of you know a juice that was store bought and yeah. not cold pressed. You know, I would rather have you have fruit than eat that Reese's pieces. Exactly. You know, yeah. so I don't necessarily agree with. You know, not eating fruit and not doing the cold-pressed juices. But like you said backstage, if you're getting ready for a competition, that's different. Yeah, Yeah. you
0: have to... Yeah, you might want to eliminate all carbohydrates. Yeah, But I think in terms of your general diet, cold-pressed juices are probably pretty good actually for me they're definitely good 100 percent good (laughs)
1: yeah yeah. is there a food out there that you guys will stay away from that you will not eat that we didn't mention here on the show if you have a food and you have the backup to prove why you shouldn't eat it um information let us know um on instagram or twitter or wherever you can find us online or on youtube just comment and let us know what that is is there a certain type of food that you won't eat
0: A certain type of food that I won't eat. That's
1: labeled as healthy.
0: You know, that's interesting. Uh, For me, I actually, I tend to avoid rice. Mm. Rice is pretty healthy, but personally, I bloat. I find myself bloated on rice a lot. And so I I avoid that grain. Quinoa, not so much, so I try to stick to quinoa if I can. I'm trying to think
1: for me. I, I, I think I agree with you. I avoid rice. I feel like... Just because there's so many people in my family who have diabetes, when I personally think of white rice, mm. I think of diabetes. Oh, I just I see it as, know. like, translating into diabetes in my body. Yeah. So I just, I feel like I grew up on it, I loved it, but I will, I won't eat just Plain white rice, I kind of just run from it. Yeah,
0: quinoa is a great substitute. Yeah,
1: quinoa. Um, I I might do brown rice once yeah. in a while. I'm starting to do the cauliflower rice. Oh, so good. yeah, awesome. it's not as great as real quinoa <laughs> or rice, but it kind of does the job. And I think visually, sometimes we just need to see something that, that resembles looks like
0: what we know exactly we, that we're yeah.
1: familiar with, that we're uh, used to. And for me, that's what kind of cauliflower rice does for me. So, oh. well,
0: I have to try it. I try it yet
1: yeah it's but pretty pretty good
0: we do know when it comes to dieting everyone wants to have more time to make the food and prepare mm-hmm. the food and if you're a small business owner fresh books uh, will give you that time mm. so small business owners it's time to be honest about how you feel when dealing with your day-to-day admin work admit it you can't stand it it's a total grind the truth is over five million small business owners felt exactly the same way until they discovered fresh books For those of you who haven't heard about FreshBooks, listen up. These folks are on a serious mission to help small business owners save time and avoid a lot of the stress that comes with running their business. FreshBooks is a dead simple cloud accounting software that's transforming how small businesses' owners handle their paperwork. Using FreshBooks to create and send an invoice literally takes about 30 seconds. There's no formulas or formatting, just perfectly crafted invoices every time. Your clients can pay you online, which often means you end up getting paid a lot faster. There's a super, hardy depo- a super handy deposit feature, so you can invoice for a payment up front when you're kicking off a project. FreshBooks can even show you whether or not a client has looked at the invoice you've emailed. Very important. Mm. This is only a fraction of what FreshBooks can do for you. FreshBooks has created a super intuitive tool that makes creating and sending invoices extremely simple. It's fast, all online, with instant notifications. Plus, send automatic late payment reminders, and you can create custom branding to reflect your business. Mm. You owe it to yourself to feel the full effect of FreshBooks on you and your small business. Plus, if you have any questions, their customer service is absolutely fantastic. No robots, real people. They care so much that if for some reason, after four rings, someone from customer service can't pick up your call, your call will be routed to all employees at FreshBooks, so you're guaranteed to get help. Huge.
1: I'm like on the phone right now trying to look at the app to see if there's a FreshBooks app, because that could save me a lot of time. So much
0: time. So for a 30-day free trial, just go to FreshBooks.com forward slash geek and enter geek nerd tech in the how did you hear about us section. Again, that's forward slash geek and enter geek nerd tech in the how did you hear about us
1: section. Nerd Tech. All right, mm-hmm. yeah. thank you. So Fresh books. Yeah. you guys with small businesses definitely download that so you can get in the kitchen and have time to cook in the gym. Exactly. And you don't have to stress about your business. Yeah. So shout out to QuickBooks,
0: FreshBooks, FreshBooks,
1: <laughs> FreshBooks.
0: It'll keep you quick. It'll keep you quick.
1: Okay. All right. Um, next topic. We have women and hypertrophy. Um, there was an article where a woman says, "If I lift weights, will I look like a man?" And I'm sure Shaka, you hear that yeah, a lot in the gym. Yeah, we, and we
0: touched a little bit about it last yeah. week about the, on the A.J. Johnson story. But, yeah, I think uh, a lot of times we see these female bodybuilders and immediately women think, if I lift a weight, that's what I'm going to look like. You know, um, Unfortunately, we had the passing of China. and mm-hmm. uh, So we, we have a history of looking at these strong women and assuming that's what working out is. But, you know, women don't really have... Testosterone. And that's really the driver of muscle building. Mm -hmm. And so if you for women, if they're working out really hard, they're looking at about a half a pound to one pound of muscle per month. And that's if they are just killing it in the gym. It's Mm -hmm. not gonna be more than that. Mm -hmm. And so you're not gonna get this sort of hulk like body, you're just gonna end up kind of really reshaping your body gaining a little bit more muscle, boosting your metabolism, and probably looking better in all the places you want to look better.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, we, personally, I've tried to gain a lot of muscle, <laughs> and for years, these things won't grow much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, unfortunately, but fortunately, you know, if you are looking to um, add some muscle uh, more than just toning, I would suggest doing uh, time under tension. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's slower and engaging your muscles more, um, and it allows you to have a little more growth than doing, you know, your usual fast reps. Um, that's kind of the only advice that I can give if you truly want to try to see some gains as a female. Um, and again, diet, you know, yeah. that's, if you want to see muscle you got to get rid of that fat so i feel like
0: and make sure your protein and your carbohydrate intake is up if you're trying to gain muscle yeah and uh important is to have a strong foundation of strength with large compound movements yeah so you might want to do squats or deadlifts and for a female you might want to go a little bit heavier and try like one to five reps yeah less sort of, reps yeah of that sort of base fitness and then if you're trying to build muscle when you go to your other type of workouts six to twelve reps yep. uh, maybe three to four sets yeah
1: I always tell everybody when I see girls doing a bunch of like elastics and you know at the cable machines and all that stuff is great. Mm-hmm. But if you're not deadlifting, if you're not you know squatting, if you're not doing, I feel like those are the fundamentals. That's your
0: core strength. Yes, right?
1: like you have to do those. You cannot substitute those with kickbacks. Yeah. It's not going to give you the results that you want to see. If there's a girl in the gym who has amazing hamstrings, amazing glutes amazing quads most likely she is doing her squat she's yeah. doing her deadlift she's doing all those things it all st-
0: ties together yes yeah. it
1: really really does i think on your your active days where you know you're not doing a big muscle group i feel like it's okay to do those other things yeah. but you have to be getting it and what i find too a lot of girls they'll come to me i want to Grow my butt. I want
0: that Kardashian. Yes, they (laughs) want a big
1: booty. And what I notice is they're so quad dominant. I'll see them doing squats or deadlifts and you can just see all the weight and they don't really feel their butt. And that's one thing, you know, I always ask my clients is, you know, where you where are you sore? You yeah. know, and they're like, oh, my legs. I'm like, what about your butt? They don't feel it in the butt. It's because when you're used to doing something a certain way for so long, yeah. that's your default. So you really have to, like I was saying, maybe do the the time under tension where you're going slow so you can really act those yeah. muscle fibers to really see growth in, in those areas. And the butt, that's like key. Okay. You have to activate. One move that I feel that really works the glutes to help you grow them if you really want to grow <laughs> a, a muscle booty, not just any booty, is doing the one legged def- deadlifts. Oh, wow, I feel yeah. like those really, really help. Or, you know, the um, glute bridges, those are good.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, I say just uh, you have to focus on a holistic plan because people always you know girls especially want that big butt Mm -hmm. but to have a big butt you have to have strong hamstrings you have to have strong calves you're gonna have to actually have a strong core and a strong lower back and so when you have those things not only do those things help you get the bigger butt, it accentuates it because when your waist is smaller then all of a sudden your butt looks a little bit bigger yeah you know if you if you've gained a little bit more muscle in your upper arms somewhere that muscle is burning the fat that might otherwise be hanging in not an attractive way you know so it's a holistic plan you have to look at to, to your fitness.
1: How do you feel about girls when they're not, like, symmetric, when they're not balanced, when they have skinny little legs yeah. and a big butt, or... Well, I,
0: yeah, I think for, it, it just, it, it looks like you could be doing more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's never as attractive as it could be yeah. if you were on a kind of holistic plan and bringing up everything. It's sort of guys with the big upper body and the small legs. Yes, the it same. drives <laughs> me crazy. Yeah. And I know
1: genetically, like, I have big calves, and I know... There's really nothing that I could do about it. Trust me. Yeah. I've tried to lose weight well, down I, there, and it just... They won't go away, but at least they match me. Yeah, and I you think... You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and
0: <laughs> I feel bad because a lot of my friends... Uh, I yeah. don't really start lifting weights a lot later in life, but a lot of my friends are lifting weights at 14 and 15... And at that age, everyone just wanted to be big, like hey, big. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't even know that they were doing themselves a disservice at the time. They yeah. were just, you know, benching, benching, benching. And wasn't until they got a little bit older, they're like, "Wait a minute, my legs." Oh, you know? uh, <laughs> let me see your, let me see your calves, Shaka. Uh, oh, these guys, I've been I've been working for. A while. Oh,
1: I've been, look yeah. at those! He he got some. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I see you over there. Yeah, with we some did sexy calves. We're a
0: full body type of. You guys name.
1: want to see Shaka's calves? Head over to his Instagram <laughs> at Shaka Strong.
0: We're a full body type of crew here. I, I
1: think it was GQ magazine. um they put out a survey of what's the like the top sexiest um, body parts on a man. They asked a bunch of women. And it's so funny to see, like, what was the top five. And I think it was um, core, yeah. butt came in number two, which I do like a nice, yeah, strong women, it, booty it's like on a guy. Yeah, people don't like to admit, but girls love like yes. that. Yes, yeah. um, I think it was, what else, biceps. But uh, calves were yeah. on there. But what was funny that was not on there was chest. And I feel like guys work so hard to get a chest, and I don't think we really care about the
0: chest? I don't know. I, I think I think girls like the chest. is. I think the chest is actually one of the harder areas to make look good. Yeah. It, it really is. And then yeah. want to show it off in a tank yeah. top. It, the arms are kind of easy to make look good. If you lose some weight in the core, that's all right. But the chest is hard to accentuate yeah. for a guy. So, yeah. To this
1: day, my brother, uh, my younger brother, he still will text me when he's going hard in the gym and he will say, it is because of you. You told me I had no chest. <laughs> that I go hard benching. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's a good thing
0: Positive, some negative <laughs> reinforcement. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I, I I corrupted him to this day. He's still trying to get his chest built up. Well, it but, sounds uh, like
0: he's on the right track. Yeah, yeah, he is.
1: He's working hard. It's his chest is fine. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, why you should drink coffee before a workout. And I know on our was it our last show or the show before shocking? It was you, our last show, I totally You were my yes, and concoction. I still I haven't made the concoction yet, oh, but I'm tough. I'm definitely gonna what is what's in it again? Coffee? So it was co-
0: with Two shots green of espresso, tea. a shot of green tea. I would do lemon juice, turmeric, black pepper.
1: Why turmeric?
0: So turmeric, it's anti-inflammatory. So I figured if I was having that every day, it would help me reduce inflammation when I was doing when I was lifting. Mm-hmm. And so, and I had the black pepper because the black pepper increases the absorption of the turmeric. Mm-hmm. Um, lime, citrus helps with the absorption of the green tea. Okay. And so I had that in there, and I had hot sauce oh, okay. too. hot sauce uh, yeah. also anti-inflammatory, but also just gives you a little. I don't jolt. know, a little jolt, you know. So with the um, two sides of espresso, it's pretty good to go. we got to
1: bottle that up and sell yeah, it, Yeah, right? I know, I should, right? Patent
0: that, that formula. Shock
1: up pre-strong. <laughs> yeah, right? Your pre-workout.
0: have you as a marketing, yeah, that's uh, great.
1: All let right, right, we'll have you talk about this coffee at the gym stimulant.
0: Oh, yeah, so it, it's great because they found that coffee give you energy, obviously, from mm-hmm. the caffeine, but it helps boost your dopamine levels. And dopamine has been effective in pain reduction, and uh, a lot of that feel good mental stuff that we have, it's the dopamine mm-hmm. that's um, activated in our brains. And so, coffee now will take about 15 to 45 minutes to get processed, and you'll get the results within 30 minutes to 75 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, you want to have it about an hour before you work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a clean, natural stimulant. And you just want to make sure you're not having it too close to bed if you're having an evening workout. They say it takes about four to six hours to get out of the system. Um, And that will just have to be a person-by-person tolerance. For me, if I drink coffee, it hits me within, like, ten minutes. Like, I just, I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah. And now, are you talking about, like, a whole cup of coffee?
0: Yeah, a whole cup of coffee. um, It's going to have about, what, 200 milligrams of caffeine. Mm -hmm. If you are really caffeine sensitive, you can go with tea, which will have, like, 40 to 80 milligrams of, uh, of caffeine. And of course you don't want to overshoot cuz it can have a laxative effect. And I think <laughs> <laughs> if you're a coffee drinker you probably experienced uh, yeah. it at some point uh, yeah. in time. And you want to make sure you're hydrated um yeah. which is also a big thing cuz coffee is also a natural diuretic mm-hmm. as well. And so I always have to have some water with my coffee either right before or right afterwards. Oh, yeah.
1: And when we're speaking of coffee, we're not talking about lattes. we're talking Yeah, like black
0: <laughs> coffee. Black coffee.
1: No none of that, you know, milk and Yeah. And no,
0: milk isn't the worst. So if you do yeah. add a little, especially if you're having your coffee in the morning yeah. uh, in particular, you could add a little milk. I, I'm vegan, so I'll go with like a coconut milk yeah, or something yeah. or an almond milk. But that little boost of protein and carbs in the morning when you... Come off of a night of not having anything can also help with your workout because mm-hmm. it gets you mentally sharp, and your brain needs carbohydrates to function. You haven't mm-hmm. had any presumably for eight hours while you are yeah. asleep, so and a little bit of protein can kind of help with your workout. Mm-hmm. So having a little bit of milk. We're in We're talking that about coffee, a little, not yeah, like a yeah. whole
1: cup of milk in not, not, a cup.
0: Yeah, we're not talking about sugar. We're <laughs> yeah, not, talking, we're not about talking about other lattes things. and
1: cappuccinos, yeah. and exactly, All that so. yummy stuff that you yeah, know, we you'd like been... to go to
0: Starbucks and yeah, but yeah, so you could certainly but a little bit of milk, uh, vegan or non vegan is fine
1: as well I am a workout am person not a pm workout person and if I drink pre-workout or coffee 7 o'clock at night I will be up literally till 1 2 in the morning yeah and I feel like it doesn't give me that much energy, but it really shows me how much of a stimulant it really is where I'm in bed, you know, Just counting awake. sheep and can't fall asleep. So yeah. for me, I cannot have coffee See, past I'm, 7 o'clock.
0: I'm caffeine sensitive, but I, I love it. Like I, and I think I probably naturally don't operate on – I operate well with not enough sleep. And mm. so it's it's okay to grab five hours, you know, or four yeah. hours. And so I almost don't mind it sometimes. I'll have an in the evening. I'm just up till four. It's all right. You know, um, after <laughs> three, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, all right. So last topic, how to stop cravings. And this is something that I struggle with. So I have some good tips to help you, but also me at the same time. It, yeah. um, it may be not lack of self-control, which studies have shown. And I always kind of would be hard on myself and be like, Well, you don't have self control. You know, you can't stop yourself from eating. Like if I see food I eat it. Like, you have to put it on the highest cabinet shelf. You have to.
0: You're on the seafood diet.
1: Yes. I am on the seafood diet. If I see food, I will eat it. So I have to put it on a high shelf, hide it. Actually, I even just throw it away half the time. You know, if I know this is going to derail me, I will just throw it away. And I feel bad, but it's like, if somebody else doesn't eat it, I'm going to eat it. So it needs to go.
0: My rule (laughs) is I don't buy any food that is not approved, you know, healthy for me. Um, and have it in the home. I won't buy it whatsoever. Now, I'll go out and buy it somewhere else, but I'm not going to buy it and bring it home. Good for you. I might order something, and that'll be the one time, you know. Yeah. But... For the food for the home, I'm not going to have anything that's not healthy in that home.
1: Yeah. Um, So when you eat these comfort foods, it releases a lot of the stress hormones because you get stressed when you're eating. And that's what a lot of these cravings really have to do with. It's emotional. It's stress. It's all those things. So we have some tips for you that you can do to stop those cravings. The first rule of thumb I should do this thumb. first rule of thumb not, not pointer finger thumb is grab some protein a lot of the times when you're hungry it's because you're not getting enough protein and I know I asked you Shuckle, well, what do you eat for protein because yeah. you're vegan but you actually do get a lot of protein oh, yeah. in
0: between beans and nuts like there's tons of protein and ways to stay full
1: yeah. another thing uh, this article kind of talked about was start some breathing exercises yeah I, I don't know about
0: that yeah, I don't know about this one. Oh, well, I've never been long. let me get this pizza you know what let me just
1: breathe oh, I don't want it anymore I'm yeah. fine no. I think maybe what they were trying to say is that the breathing <laughs> lowered the stress level levels which lowered the cortisol being you know it might actually make me want to eat that food even more I'm like,
0: <laughs> now I'm ready to have the pizza yeah <laughs> okay so we're
1: gonna throw that tip out the window Um, another tip is tell yourself that you can have it later and this I do I'm not gonna lie
0: See, that would not work for me if I'm gonna have it some other time why not now see (laughs) I
1: tell myself listen you are not at your goals yet Um, You can have that after you lose the 10 pounds. Oh, you mean some other
0: time like in the future? Like (laughs) like, later on that day? No, 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 not later,
1: but (laughs) later on in the future. Like, I think sometimes we see food and, you know, our eyes are bigger than our stomach and we're like, we have to have this now. But really,. You can go to any store in the future and have your Snickers bar. You can go to any barbecue, you know, later on in the future, and there's going to be, you know, that hot dog and bun and whatever. I feel like sometimes we just get overwhelmed and let me just eat it now, and I'll I'll burn it off later when it should be that food. This country alone, we have excessive access to anything, so I feel like you know, for me, it's always going to be there.
0: I, I, you know, to some extent, I, I guess I would do that in the past but I started to get into trouble when I would go to these like catered events and that's the thing you go to these events sometimes or especially out here in Los Angeles it's like mm-hmm. an event every day and I was like, I, I'm never going to have that food again. <laughs> like this amazing chef in the back has just made something I can't pronounce and looks yeah. delicious. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're like I got to eat like, you now. I'm never going
1: to have that. <laughs> I don't
0: know what that is. That's and so funny. that was always been my. So struggle. I would to work yeah. for you.
1: Speaking of events, Shaka and I went to the OK Magazine um, Body, and, Body Soul and Soul event, yeah, event this really weekend, yeah. and there was some food there. And Shaka said no, and he actually helped me say <laughs> yeah. no because I didn't eat it either. Typically, I probably would have ate it, yeah. um, but we got to witness, you know, a ton of cool workouts that celebrities were performing and doing with, you know, party goers. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Autumn Calabrese, Calabrese, honey? yeah, Calabrese, yeah. Um, she was there. She's, you know, known for the Twenty One Day Fix. Yeah. Um, Paige Hathaway, which we met, which was yeah. cool. I'm like, that's my woman crush she, she's Wednesday. Like <laughs>
0: Instagram fitspiration yeah. yeah, and
1: you know, I, I I'll tell you this. I know she's just a fitness model on Instagram, but what inspires me about her is that you, like, if you know her story, she has this incredible background, um, you know, where she was doing all these fitness shows. She could never catch a break. And she's like, you know what? I don't need a fitness show to get on. I'm going to just do what I love. I'm going to work out hard. And she got on social media and people started to love her. And now she's on covers. She was on Oxygen Magazine, which I picked up. And I'm like, you can go from Instagram to Oxygen Magazine. She's on another cover this month. I don't know if it's uh, a health and fitness, I don't know, one, one of yeah. the magazines and I'm just like this is inspiring, you he, know, you she don't She decided mean-
0: to be her own inspiration and Exactly. So that, and I think that genuine motivation for yourself translates to motivation for others. And
1: what I loved even more about her is I'm looking at her like this girl has it like on point and she's like oh my god, I love your pants, I love your shirt, where'd you get it? And I'm yeah. like you yeah. were so sweet like yeah. who thought you were going to be like, such Like genuine and nice, yeah. yeah she a, was awesome They
0: do exist, and people then when, like that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we were
1: telling her about our Fit Club show, and she was like, yeah, I want to come on. So I talked to her manager, so hopefully we will have her on mm-hmm. very soon. Yeah. Um, so that would be cool, just to see from, you know, coming from doing shows, not placing yeah. very high, and, and then... And
0: it's sort of that journey, like, while her journey wasn't necessarily the I'm obese to losing weight journey, it was sort of this journey of of loss, of like, I'm not where I want to be, how do I get there? Yeah. And having to figure out just kind of overcoming those little obstacles, whether it was in the competition world or otherwise.
1: Yeah, very inspiring. Yeah. And back to our last tip, because we have just a few minutes left yeah. on the show. Um, write it down. And when you're writing down your response when you're having a, a craving, you want to write down kind of like you're talking to yourself. Okay, if I ate this, how would I feel? What would I be thinking? And this is something that I'm actually going to try to do. Mm. I know it sounds cheesy. Yeah, I, I, well,
0: well, it was one that just didn't resonate with me. I'm going to write down my, my ideal response. Well,
1: I think what I forget and I think most people forget is you look at a food and you're like, I want it, I want it, I want it. But what you forget is the guilt that you feel afterwards. Yeah. Every time I eat something, I'm like, dang it, I just lost two pounds, and now, you know, that one snicker, I'm going to have to run on that treadmill for 45 minutes. Was it worth it? So I think maybe reminding myself, writing it down, and seeing the patterns.
0: You You know, I think, for me, I got very comfortable with accepting those facts and having that calculus already in my head. And so I would go see that Snickers bar, and I'd be like, yep, that's 45 minutes, and i eat it. And I, like, I, I know it's going to be the 45 minutes. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to go to the gym right afterwards uh-huh. and get on that do treadmill. It. So I think I'm fortunate in that way is that I was having that food, but I, I already knew what I needed to do, yeah. and, I, and I was going to go do it. Yeah. So a day after I have a big cheat meal, I'm going to go run four or five miles. Yeah. That's just going to happen. And so if you have that kind of discipline, I think, then you can do it.
1: See – I would eat too much and then just it would be it would be just like a whole I'm just burning off food that I'm eating all the time.
0: Well and that's and that's what I was doing. See, but you're, but you're
1: at, at your ideal. I was ha- yeah, I was you at know, my you ideal, could place, do that. so I was
0: happy Yeah, where I was. so yeah. I feel like
1: for those of us, even us trainers who are not yet at our you ideal, be, price, yeah, yeah, you're going to you, have to
0: pay the price yeah, to some sacrifice,
1: end. you know, that Muhammad Ali saying mm-hmm. um but suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. champion, yeah, exactly. Know?
0: Suffer now. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> I will suffer now and drink this water and do my workouts and skip on that but, Snickers.
0: But one thing I didn't see that they had was I, I like to go, like I said, have that piece of fruit that's there before you have the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. So tell yourself, I'm going to eat something prior to, and if I'm still hungry, I'll still have that thing I, cra- yeah. I crave. Right. And I think that can be a good tool, because that that stopped me from sometimes having Yeah, it.
1: sometimes I do that, yeah. too. Or sometimes I'll have a piece of it, and then yeah. I'll have, like, a fruit. So and then that's it's also not good. as yeah. bad. You know, you eat half of it, not the whole thing. Yeah, and so. I think
0: they said make sure you're just prepared. Just ration out. So if you yeah. if you absolutely know you're craving chocolate-covered almonds, just ration out five And have five ready in different packets. So that that day you just pick the five rather than going to the ten and going through all of them.
1: Thinking of all this food is actually making me have flashbacks (laughs) to my Fit to Fat to Fit days um, on the TV show where I had to gain all the weight and it's just crazy thinking about it. And it it also reminds me you guys, um, Adonis on Fit to Fat. He's actually walking across America right now. So shout out to him. Make sure you guys cheer him on. We're so proud of him. He wants to motivate people to walk and lose weight because many, many years ago he was over 300 pounds and that's how he got into this fitness journey. He started walking. So so. he was
0: over 300 pounds and then he lost the weight and And then he did fit to fat to fit. Wow. Wow. So
1: he really wants to motivate everybody and he will be here in California in January. That's how long it's going to take him to walk across America. Hopefully
0: we can get him on. We
1: will definitely get him on and we will feed him because he's he's probably going to be very very skinny. (laughs) Um, Also from Fit to Fat to Fit, Corey from Atlanta will be on our show next week. So you You guys have to tune in, especially you ladies. I remember hearing so many girls, like, oh my God, Corey's so handsome. Well, he will be on the show next week, so if you have any questions of how he's staying fit, how he's motivating people, how his client is doing, and what's next for him, make sure to tweet at us, you know, message us, or if you're on iTunes or YouTube, um, YouTube, make sure to comment below and let us know your questions. Where, so, we're...
0: Where can they watch an, an episode of this? Oh,
1: so if you want to watch Fit to Fat to Fit, you want to go onto iTunes. Um, we have all the episodes there, and there are always doing repeats on A&E so you can DVR it and you'll see it there but I'm super excited to see Corey on the show next week I I personally have never met him we've talked I've talked to the whole cast but it'll be nice to kind of chat with him and hear how his experience was you know after the show yeah
0: that's awesome
1: And I had a good show. This was nice. You guys, thank you so much for joining Fit Club. Make sure to join the club every week, Wednesday nights, um, same place, same time. And if there's a certain topic you guys want us to chat about, let us know. We'll do the research and we'll talk about it here. And if there's a... specific guests that you want us to get on let us know we'll, we'll um we'll, we'll make some phone calls we'll get them on the show um thank you so much shaka yeah, you absolutely. are you inspire me every time i see his guns on this show i'm like i need to go home and do some bicep oh, curls
0: stop, <laughs> where can they find you online um, you can find me on twitter and instagram at shaka strong
1: and you guys can find me online at fitwithfalon or fitwithfallon.com and we will see you next time